Greetings all, I am Nkosi and welcome to the Internal Love and Light Podcast where we'll be discussing spirituality and the inward journey to self-realization. The topic of discussion today is the shadow self. What is it? Can you heal from it? Or how does it affect us? And just for the topic of discussion, I printed off an article called Your Shadow Self, What It Is and How It Can Help You. This is by somebody named Sherry Jacobson. It was published on September 7, 2017. You can just type that in Google. And it starts off like this. What is the shadow self according to psychology? Answer, the shadow is the side of your personality that contains all the parts of yourself that you don't want to admit to having. So pretty much all the dark secrets that we have or all the things that happened to us as a child or trauma, traumatizing situations that happened to us that we don't want anybody to know about and that we want to forget, we kind of sit them to the side and don't ever talk about them or speak about them. Those things are our shadows, or just repressed, uh, low vibration emotions. For whatever reason, based on whatever happened to us, uh, low emotions that we just wish never happened, we probably hated about ourselves. Those are your shadows. It also states, it is at first an unconscious side. It is only through effort to become self-aware that we recognize our shadow definitely agree with that because a lot of times you don't even know you've been harboring these emotions until you really get down and start looking at it you might see the effect of it the ripple effect of it you know externally just the way you live your life and the way you think and feel but have you ever really just thought about why you feel the way you feel why you act the way you act especially if it's in a negative way why do you do the things you do it's because you got shadows especially if you don't want to do the things you do and you can't figure out why you doing them is because you got repressed negative emotions, you know, quote unquote called shadows that you either uh, have hidden and blocked out of your mind so it doesn't affect you or that you are unaware of. But either way, whether you hid it or are unaware, they do affect you regardless because they come out of you externally. They're expressed in the world day to day. And if you don't know why, then it's, it's going to be very difficult to make a change in yourself you might be trying to change for the better and you can't figure out why you uh, why you're not changing for the better even though you're putting forth the effort it's because these shadows or these repressed emotions you haven't dealt with yet so until you deal with certain repressed emotions you're not going to be able to change you're going to have to figure out what's going on what makes you tick in a certain way and uh, try to heal those uh, areas in you that needs to be healing okay the article goes on to state Although many infer the shadow is negative, this is not really true. The shadow is rather what you yourself perceive as dark and weak about yourself, and therefore needing to be hidden and denied. But this depends on your own perspective of life and your levels of self-esteem. So, of course, I'm using the word negative because it keeps the flow going, but uh, for most people, the shadows are negative. It's something bad. It's something they're ashamed about and embarrassed about and they just don't want anybody to know and they don't want to know again you block it out of your mind so it doesn't bother you day to day but it does affect you because it comes out of you what's in you is going to come out so you have to learn to heal um you're going to have to learn to heal those shadows or face those repressed emotions there's no other way to deal with it other than that it might be a, a frightening thing it might be uncomfortable but in order to change for the better, you're going to have to, uh, at some point, come face to face with your shadows and just handle it. Okay, moving on to the next part of the article. It states, how do I get rid of my shadow side? You can't not have a shadow side, it says. 
No matter how nice or happy someone may seem, they have a shadow side like any anyone else. Nor can you get rid of or heal your shadow. It's an essential and useful part of you. Your shadow is something that can indeed offer many gifts of insight and personal power, should you dare to understand it. Now, the part about you cannot read or hear yourself of the shadow is the part that I disagree with. I do think and believe that you can heal yourself from the shadow to where it does not affect you in a negative light. I've personally dealt with some shadows, and I know that you can heal from it. So this is the part of the article that I do disagree with. Just because somebody else may not be able to heal themselves or get rid of their shadow, so to speak, that doesn't mean it's impossible because I've personally done it. And it's going to help you to become a better, I don't want to say human being, but a better overall person if you can do that. It takes some time. It's not a one-day thing. It definitely takes some work. And it's definitely uncomfortable, at least it was for me, but it is possible. So that part I disagree with. I do believe it is well. I don't believe I know it's possible to heal yourself from the negative effects of the shadows. Okay, the uh, article goes on to state, Jung and the shadow. The term the shadow was made popular by Carl Jung. He saw it as the uncivilized, even primitive side of our nature. He believed that we needed to fully see this dark side of ourselves if we were to be a fully integrated human. And that I agree with. It makes you a better person overall if you can face those shadows and heal them. Meaning that you don't have to feel punished or feel bad or shamed from, for certain things that you've done or that's been done to you. But at some point, you're really going to have to accept them that they happened. It did happen. There's nothing you can do about to change it. But it doesn't have to have power over you. It doesn't have to make you feel bad all the time. And you don't have to be ashamed of it. It could be something you keep personal. You don't have to go out and tell the world um, certain things about yourself, but it doesn't have to haunt you either. So when you face these, uh, when you face these shadows and these repressed emotions, you know, once you release yourself from the pain associated with them, you know, you can walk in a whole new light. I can promise you that you'll walk in a whole new light. You'll feel more confident. You'll feel more freer more than anything because that part of you is not holding you down anymore. You don't have to be ashamed of it so much you can walk in the sun a little bit brighter than you used to so that part I, I definitely agree with try to find out how to integrate it and not integrate it by meaning you know hey um you know uh, i'm just gonna be this negative evil person i don't mean like that but i mean integrated by releasing yourself from the pain associated with it except that it, it did happen uh i mean you may be this type of person but you know it's okay you can work on becoming a better person and you're not gonna let it haunt you anymore so that's what i think it means when he says be a fully integrated human okay let's move on into the article the next part says why do i need to know my shadow when we recognize and face our shadow we can become more whole and balanced uh, i agree we just talked about that it just makes you a better person overall because again you're not you're not um, letting anything hold you down you're not afraid of anybody finding out any secrets or anything like that about you because you've already dealt with it. So it's nothing more to be ashamed of. It's nothing to hold you prisoner anymore because you've already handled it yourself. And I mean, it, it's a process, but it's definitely worth doing. And that's not even to say that you will never uh, have any other shadows in your life or in the future because it's possible. But you at least know how to deal with it. The only way to deal with it is to come face to face with it. Moving on in the article, it states, knowing your shadow side will also improve your relationships. What can what we can accept and understand about ourselves, we 
it says, excuse me, what we can accept and understand about ourselves, we are then more able to accept and understand the others. And I agree with that. So you start recognizing that you got these quote unquote faults or these dark sides, these negative emotions, these um, these certain ways about yourself that you're not really proud of. Once you learn to deal with them and face them, work on them, free yourself from the um, negative emotions that's tied to it, then you'll start to understand and realize that other people are going through the same thing. Other people have the same or they have the they have shadows. They might be different, but other people have shadows as well. And they may not have tapped into how to deal with it or how to heal them. So they just going around suffering and might not even know it. Like we um, talked about earlier. You might not know you have shadows or you might not recognize them. So it's people walking around with shadows, don't even know it. And then so they're a certain type of uh, they have a certain type of personality or traits and they don't know why. But by you dealing with your shadows and understanding what the shadow side of yourself is, it'll give you a bit more patience when uh, dealing with other people because you will realize that they got shadows as well. They just don't know how to heal them. They just don't know how to deal with them and they don't even realize they have them. If you even told them about it, they're going to be like, yeah, what you talking about? I ain't never heard of a shadow X, Y, Z. So it's just, it's just kind of, it kind of helps you to be patient with people and recognize that people are where they are in their level of existence and life, spirituality, or whatever it is. People are where they are and it's okay. You don't have to force or beat anything down the head. All you, all you can do is just kind of step back, get out that way. You know, if they self-destructive, let them self-destruct on their own, but just be patient with people because you know that they, they have repressed emotions and Everybody that went through something, everybody that's alive has gone through something, have a story to tell. And it just makes you a bit more understanding of other people because we all deal with things day to day. All right. Next part of the article states, note that when we repress and deny things about ourselves, they do not disappear. Rather, they can grow in power and cause us more and more difficulties. Often our repressed shadow side will do this via what is known as psychological projection. That's true. If you don't deal with these repressed emotions, these shadows, they will grow and get stronger and stronger and stronger. And what's in you will come out of you. You might not know why. You might not know what it is. You might not know what's triggering you. But these repressed emotions, these shadows that are inside of you, they will continue to live and thrive. They will create their own uh, own place inside of you. They're going to have their whole world inside you thriving because you won't go down there and get them out you won't free them from all the pain and suffering that's associated with them they will grow and grow and you will express these negative emotions in some uh, shape form or fashion whether it be through uh, being easily angered or whether it be looking at a uh, uh, just maybe becoming a some type of addict to sex or drugs or you know it'll come out some kind of way so you have to learn how to deal with these repressed emotions just because something happened to you and you dismiss it you know that don't mean it's gone anywhere it, it could really be bothering you have to be honest with yourself to say does this really bother me and i'm just gonna forget that it happened or does this really bother me and let me deal with it and see why it's bothering me so it won't bother me anymore and i can let the pain go with it. a lot of time something happened we got the pain. We don't get over it. We just move on. So you can't just move on from these shadows. You got to deal with them. You got to say, why did this bother me? What happened? You know, why is this affecting me the way it is? And say, oh, okay, I got it. That's why it's affecting me because this happened to me as a child. Now it's resurfaced in 2020. And uh, 
and and it's it's making a link to that pain that I suffered way back when. Okay, well that happened to me. Well, I need to know that I was a kid. I couldn't do nothing about it then, but I can do something about it now. And just you know, change your perspective on it. If it's something you need to go and talk to somebody about, then deal with it that way. If it's something that you don't want to talk to somebody about, just know what's stemming it and where the pain is coming from. And if it's something you're not going to discuss with anybody, just be willing to say, okay, this happened. Let me let it go. I'll move forward. It won't happen again. But don't just be bothered by it and just say, forget it and move on because that shadow, that repressed emotion is still going to be there. It's going to pop out some kind of uh, some kind of way. And the next time something happens, you're just going to go ballistic, get angry, who knows. But if you deal with it, you will know how to handle the situation better from a level-minded, uh, centered self. So deal with these shadows. It's better to deal with them when they... As soon as they begin to develop, or it's better to deal with whatever happens to you when it happens. That way it doesn't develop into a shadow. That's a better way of saying it. Okay, moving on. The shadow and psychological projection. Psychological projection is when we attribute an unconscious thought, feeling, or even talent of our own onto another person. When it comes to the shadow, it will be seemingly unacceptable attributes you see in another person, and the projection often comes uh, connected with blame. Continue on with an example. You might feel that everyone around you is lazy and selfish. The reason you never get ahead in life is because they all are too self-absorbed to help you. If you looked at yourself honestly, you would likely find it's you yourself who have a tendency to be self-centered and inactive. So projection is pretty much you are projecting who you truly are onto somebody else. You might have an associate or a friend that you think is very selfish and are always self-centered and self-absorbed and it just... You know, you hate it to the core. It bothers you. It's one of your pet peeves. And you don't realize that the reason it bothers you or it's a pet peeve because there's some, there may be something in you that connects with that attribute of that other person that bothers you. So, in other words, it's your shadow because you're not consciously identifying with it. But it bothers you because it is something that's a part of you. You just see it in another person. So, when somebody else is a, a liar and you hate lying or when somebody else is deceptive or mischievous and it bothers you so much is because there's a part of you that's mischievous that connects with them so in order for you to be able to in order for you to even be able to identify it in that person you must connect with it some kind of way and that's what self-projection is so a lot of things we hate about another person it might really be an attribute of ours that we don't want to admit to and that's what makes it a shadow it's part of us we don't want to admit it we don't even see it but we see it in other people's and, it, and and we despise it. But we don't want to admit it in, our, in ourselves, of course, because it's something we despise. So to say that we hate uh, laziness and we are really lazy, then we are hate a part of ourselves and we don't want to do that. We always want to put the blame on other people. But you might want to, you know, check it out and, and self-reflect and see if it's something in you that identifies with that attribute of laziness that you hate in that other person. So that's what self-projection is. And by working on them shadows on your shadow self, you're going to see it a whole lot. You're going to see your things that you didn't even know was there. You might start working on uh, repressed memories or emotions from your childhood. And it's going to lead you to emotions from a teenager into young adulthood and so on and so forth. So you might start on one shadow and then you end up knowing a whirlwind of shadows. So you just got to be, be uh, conscious of what you're going to do, how you're going to uh, attack these shadows, how you're going to help liberate yourself and heal yourself and just let the pain and suffering of those shadows go. All right, moving on in the article, it states, The shadow is usually one of the first things we face when we start attending therapy. 
The creation of a safe place where we can talk to someone who isn't personally invested in our life means we find ourselves saying things we didn't even know we think and felt. So I agree with that. Therapy is probably a great way to start working on your shadows. A lot of people probably going to frown on therapy. A lot of people may be embarrassed about it, don't want to go do it or anything like that. And I can understand that because when you're dealing with your shadows, you're dealing with some personal, personal experience that you don't want nobody on planet Earth to know. And on the other planets, too, you don't want them to know either. So it's going to be very difficult to start divulging in all of these repressed emotions. That's what make them a shadow in the first place because you don't want to tell anybody about them. Some of them you're not aware of, and then some of them you are aware of, but you're too ashamed to talk about them. So going to a therapist can help if you can open up and begin to express yourself and express what you've been feeling. So if you need therapy, that's a route to go to. I'm not against it. Go for it if that's what you have to do. Talking to somebody definitely does help because I've done it. I hadn't been in therapy or anything like that, but I've talked about uh, certain uh, repressed emotions, and it helps a great deal. It does free you. You feel lighter, and you just, like I said, you can walk in that sunshine a little bit brighter. So therapy is a way to go if you can be open and honest about it. Now, some people probably just can't afford therapy, and you can do the work yourself. You can just sit down and consciously focus on what's bothering you and what triggered and what triggered you to become bothered. The trigger is what you're looking for. You're not looking for the fact that you're angry because everybody gets angry. You're not even looking at um, what made you angry. You're trying to go down three levels. So level one is you're angry. Level two is something made you angry. You, you want to go past that. You want to go down to the third level of why does this circumstance or incident even make me angry? That's how far down you got to go. Think about the movie Inception. You don't want to go to the first level, second level, go to the third level. Why does this even trigger me to make me angry anyway? So let's give an example of somebody spill milk on your shoes. So now you're mad because milk is on your shoes. So you don't want to look at the fact that you're mad. Everybody gets mad. Okay, that's okay. You don't want to even look at the fact that, okay, this guy spilled milk on me. That's why I'm mad. No, no, no. Why does spilling milk on some shoes make you mad? What happened in your childhood, and your teen years, or whenever it did? Why does that even make you mad or make you have some kind of negative or low frequency emotion why does that happen that's how far down you want to go something happened in your past that made you get angry when milk spills over on your shoes you know why does that trigger you that's how far you want to go and then you can figure it out and a lot of times it's probably from your childhood it might be something your brother or your sibling did maybe something that happened in school something your parent did and you got to find out what it was and say hey that's what triggered me that's why it makes me uncomfortable or makes me upset and you got to be like, okay, that happened 20 years ago. I got to let that go. I cannot allow something to happen umpteen years ago to bother me today in 2020. Can't let that happen. You want to live free. You want to be open. You want to be lighthearted. And you can't be that way with all of these negative repressed emotions in these shadows. Because these shadows are strong. They're powerful. They're heavy because we allow them to be. They don't have to be. But they are because they've been repressed. It's just like holding a two-pound dumbbell for 10 seconds. That's not going to be too painful. But when you hold it for two minutes, four minutes, six minutes, two weeks, a month, two years, 15, 20 years, that two-pound dumbbell is going to be pretty heavy. So you just got to learn how to figure out what it is or why you're being triggered 
just let it go. You got to forgive whatever happened, forgive the person that did it, and most importantly, forgive yourself for allowing it to affect you for all these years. So forgiveness is going to be a big key. Even if you remember the incident, that's okay because you're not going to catch amnesia all of a sudden. You're going to remember the incident. Don't get it confused thinking that, okay, I just got to throw it out of my mind and then that's when I truly forgave it. No, you're always going to remember. Just throwing it out of your mind is how it became a repressed emotion and a shadow anyway. You're going to see uh, what happened to you or deal with what happened to you. Understand that it happened. Try to forgive the person that did it. Because they got their own shadows and their own messed up life that caused them to even do whatever they did to you in the first place. Or whatever offended you in the first place. Forgive the person. Forgive the act. Forgive the experience. And forgive yourself for holding on and allowing it to make you suffer all this time. So you got to forgive all of it and just let it go. It happened. You know, you're going to remember it. But the way you know that you've let it go. It's but when you do remember the incident, it doesn't bother you anymore. That's the key. If you remember the incident and you get a little agitated or get a little upset or you get a little twinge, you haven't fully let it go. Maybe you let go about 80% of it and 20% still left. Who knows? But when you know you can think about the incident and just it doesn't bother you or you might even laugh at it and be like, I can't believe that happened. When you get to that point, you know it don't bother you. It holds no more power over you. You full or you you fully let that go, and you can walk in that sun a little bit more brighter. So that's how we want to heal our shadows and those repressed negative emotions. Okay, let's continue on. I think this is the last part of the article. It states, "It's important when working to recognize and understand your shadow side, you do not over-identify with it. If you are going through a period of low self-esteem or depression." For example, it's not the time to indulge in shadow work because you are not in the headspace to to recognize your strengths too. This is why it can be wise to do shadow work with proper support in place. Getting help with understanding your shadow side, you might want to get help. Okay, that's pretty much the last part of the article I'm going to talk about. And I can agree with it because going, I can agree with it and I have other thoughts about it too. Start working on your shadow self. You're You're going in some deep down dark spaces within you and hell if you are already depressed it might not be the best thing to do because you're getting into even more depressing and darker territory and you're already depressed so depending on your level of mental stability and mental strength you know you may or may not want to do that that's that's based on the individual i'm not here to say start thinking about negative stuff that happened to you and you already on Mount Everest getting ready to jump. So, you know, that's up to you. Y'all decide when y'all do that on your own. I'm just saying that on the other side of it, myself personally, when I was already feeling low and quote unquote depressed and had low vibrations, low frequencies and was just going through it mentally, that's really was one of the sparks for me to start looking into my shadows because I was tired of suffering internally. You know, when I was going through all the suffering internally, that's when it was like, you know, what's going on? Why am I going through this? And I was I was going through it for a long time. And at some point I just got tired of suffering internally because nobody knew I wasn't saying it. It it was coming out. It was affecting people around me. But I just wasn't talking about it. But that's what happens with the shadow side. It'll come out some kind of way, even if you don't express it verbally, it'll come out in other ways. But. When I was going through the suffering internally for so long, that's what kind of got me started. Okay, I need to figure this thing out. 
I need to figure out why I'm not feeling good or why I'm suffering, why I'm having these negative thoughts, why life is not going right. How come I keep, you know, going through what I'm going through? And then you just kind of from there, you really start researching and finding new terms and or, or, or looking on Google. Why do I feel bad or why am I sad? Why am I, you know, going through this and that or whatever you have to do? Um, that kind of prepared me into where I'm at now and even knowing what shadows are and the shadow side of yourself is. If I never went through that suffering or never tried to heal from it, I would have never gotten this far. So sometimes when you're in them deep, dark places and you're already depressed, sometimes they prepare you into healing. So I can't say that, you know, don't do it or do it, when to do it, when not to do it. You do it when it's time to do it. You know, if you feel like you got the mental capacity and stability and strength to do it, go for it. If you feel like you need a therapist and you need somebody there with you to help you go for it, go for that too then. But just don't let it sit in the harbor for so long until you create a monster, until it's just something you can't deal with. I mean, I think at any point you can always deal with it, of course, but you don't want to get it so far out of hand that it's just unbearable. And that's how it was getting for me. It was becoming unbearable. Like I said, that's really what forced me to uh, start doing the internal work that I needed to do. So, y'all, that's pretty much the end of this article and a general basis on what shadow is, the shadow self, the shadow side, repressed emotions. So, um, I was going to say hopefully, I don't want to say hopefully, but I trust that this resonates with somebody and they can get some light from it. And... I guess I will end it there. Um, try to come back next time. I don't know what the next topic going to be. I got an idea. But come back next time and see what I got to say. Internal love and light, y'all.